Whew. Season two. Here we are. Woo! Welcome, everyone. We're here. June 2020. Crystal's Clits and Climate, the podcast. The world is still here, and we're all here, and we're going through some shit, but we'll get through it together. <laughs> if you want to come with me, gather around and won't you see, we'll have fun in mystery. This season is going to be all about going deeper, getting more honest, seeking more pleasure, becoming more impactful, and just all about continuing to learn and grow and evolve and develop. We are launching season two on summer solstice, so the longest day of the year with the most light. We felt like this was appropriate because in this moment, it feels like a lot is being brought up to the surface. A lot of things that we may have swept under the rug for too long are, are coming out. Um, more is being brought into our consciousness, and we're shining this light on a lot of the dark places that we've been hiding in our society for a really long time. So I want to start this episode by shining a bit of a light back on Crystal's Clits and Climate and who we are and the people behind the podcast. Today, I'll also share some of the biggest insights and learnings that we had from season one. And we'll also give you some teasers into season two and what you can expect moving forward, as well as give you some new ways to get involved in the CCC community. So I'm going to start by just reintroducing myself. My name's Hannah Pang. I'm Canadian. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. I'm mixed race, so I'm half Scottish, half mostly Chinese with a bit of bunch of other stuff mixed in there as well. I'm a cisgender woman. I'm living in London and I'm currently 28 years old. And I wanted to start off with that just so that you are all aware of the perspective that I'm bringing into this conversation and the conversations moving forward. Over the course of season two, I'm excited to reveal more about myself, more about my journey, and a lot of the insights that have really helped unlock a lot of freedom and confidence for me. And yeah, why I wanted to create the CCC platform and conversation uh, and share some of the tools and tips and tricks and continue to learn and grow with you all as well because we're all on our on our journeys together but we have each other to support one another and i also want to share a little bit more about the other people behind ccc so we have emma love who is our producer and editor she's based in vancouver canada and we have Gabby Fountain, who is our creative and design lead based in Perth, Australia at the moment, but hopefully she'll come back and join me in London again soon. So that's the team behind CCC, and you'll get to know us much better over the course of season two. Before we dive into that, I wanted to share some of the biggest lessons, insights, highlights from season one, and what I really got out of the conversations that we had on the podcast. So amazingly, we ended up having listeners across six continents in season one, which is incredible. If you know anyone in Antarctica, like send this to them just so we can check that off. That would be amazing. <laughs> 
but that as well as the conversation that's happening in the world, I looked back on season one and who were the people behind episodes that we shared. And so looking back, um, we had seven white or white passing people and four women of color. Um, And I just wanted to call that out because on Crystal's Clits and Climate, as you know, we're all about exploring the intersection of spirituality, sexuality, and sustainability. And so we, we talk about intersections a lot, but we haven't yet actively talked about the intersection of identity and lived experience in the world across sexuality, sustainability, and spirituality. So that's definitely something that I am going to facilitate more of and make happen moving forward because I think it's incredibly important not only incredibly important, it just is part of these experiences. Race and culture play an integral role in how people experience sexuality, sustainability, and spirituality. And so we're committed to having more of these types of conversations. Moving forward with people who represent a wider range of perspectives, because we're not really having meaningful and truthful conversations if we're not also acknowledging and actively talking about about this stuff too. And so even though it wasn't necessarily called out in some of the episodes, we've also done a few workshops over the course of season one. And some of what came up were messages you received about sex and sexuality from places like the media. And so race and culture did play a role in in these conversations that we had live in person, but we didn't have them kind of recorded to share with everyone. So just to give a bit of insight into some of the conversations that were being had, even just some of my personal reflections about them. Growing up in the 90s, pop culture was very much images of tall, skinny white women. And that is what was sexy and that is what was desirable. And so to anyone who doesn't look like that, you know, you come to the conclusion that I can't be sexy because I'm not tall, skinny, or white. And that can really fuck up your relationship with sexuality and with your body and how you feel about yourself. Um, And so we were given a very narrow view of what sexuality looked like. And so just starting to call up and understand some of these messages that we received across sexuality, spirituality, and sustainability, it's starting to become really present, the role that race plays in that and that representation plays in that. So again, that's something that we really want to be more intentional about moving forward. The other big lesson for me was this concept of normal. This came up across multiple conversations in season one. And I think we're seeing a lot of this being brought up to the surface through what's happening in the world at the moment, because the quote unquote normal world is one that is misogynistic and patriarchal and racist. And normal, I don't think is a good measurement anymore of what we should be working towards. And in some of the conversations in season one, the most obvious example for me is is conversations that were had around this when it comes to sex and bodies. The most frequent question that people would ask is if what they're doing is normal and is this body part normal or is how I look normal? We just were striving to be normal and we were taught to be more concerned if what we are doing is also what everyone else is doing rather than whether or not it feels good to us. And so it feels like we were sold an idea of what normal is. And it's a specific image that we are all striving towards. And what I think is really interesting about this idea of being normal is that I get the sense that it comes from our 
our need to feel like we belong. And so it is something that I feel like is just very human and natural, but it feels like it's been taken advantage of. And so we've bought into this idea because we want to feel like we belong and we want to connect with others. And so we want to feel like we've achieved normal. But again, normal is set up in our world to be this very narrowly defined image that's impossible for most of us to reach. And so it becomes this like carrot that's dangled in front of us that we're always like trying to grab and reach for. And so what I heard across the season is that we need to reframe what normal is. And normal no longer should mean trying to be the same. It should be about connecting over the like journey and exploration of what normal means for each of us as individuals and celebrating that and being able to tune back into ourselves of, okay, this is what's normal and this is what works for me. The normalness is about our shared experience and being able to connect over how we're different, but how something that's really turns one person on is something that like really turns another person off and how that's totally okay. But the fact that we are learning what is normal for us is, is what normal should be. The third big insight for me that came up over season one is similar to the idea and and concept of normal, but it's the culture that allowed for that concept to happen. And it's this notion of a dominance culture. And I think dominance culture stems from the belief that humans have a right to hold power and dominance over other human beings and the world we live on. So the, yeah, the example of being normal is an idea we are sold. This is a way to control people and exert power over them. And we all subscribe to this dominance mindset and we both succumb to being controlled and we also exert power and control over others, all consciously and subconsciously. And over the past few months, I've really been trying to become aware of this in my life and my experience. And so if I ever feel like, oh, I, I need to lose a bit of weight, I wonder, is it because I'm subscribed to that idea that in order to be desirable, I need to be skinny because that's what the media tells me? Or is it because I want to feel healthy and nourish my body with better foods? Or if I feel like I need to buy something, is it because I want to look cool in order to fit in? And if I don't buy it, then I'll be rejected by my community. Or is it because it'll make me feel really good about myself? So basically, it's gotten me to critically think about if I'm doing something out of fear of others, or is it out of love for myself? And I think this dominance culture is obviously something that's coming up a lot at the moment. And the hierarchies that our society is built on and showing very explicitly now the ways that we seek power and the way that we make others feel smaller than us in order to feel more powerful and the systems that are in place that support that idea of dominance and dominance culture. We've seen it across gender and we're definitely seeing it with race. And of course, these have been building for centuries but yeah, they're all coming to the surface now. So hopefully that means we will be a bit more able to call them out and work through them. Because once something comes into our conscious mind and we can become present to it, then we can start to work through it and have these really honest and uncomfortable conversations about them. So it's something that 
we're going to explore a lot more in season two of how seeing dominance culture shows up for us and how we can start operating from a place of empowerment and autonomy instead. So I would say I've had a lot of big insights from season one and from over the past few months. And I'm sure a lot of you have as well. All of us have been through and are still going through a really transformative time in the world and in our lives. So I really appreciate those of you who have been with us through this journey, and we hope to continue to support your growth and learning and, and evolution, and as well as our collective evolution away from this dominance culture and into being able to craft one together in a way that works for everyone. So that brings us to season two and what we have in store. We are going to continue on with our interview episodes. We have some amazing, amazing people lined up for our expert interviews who have more insight, more guidance, more resources, more of everything to offer for you, our community, which we're really excited to share. We're also going to have uh, some more episodes like this where the CCC team will be able to share our perspective a little bit more and hopefully, yeah, chat through with you the things that are going on in our minds as a result of the expert interviews, as a result of what's happening in the world and being able to share a little bit more personally about the shit that we're going through. <laughs> And we're also going to have a few more community conversations. So if you did tune into season one, you'll know that our last episode was a community conversation where we had a few uh, people, a few voices um, that you had heard throughout the season, just having a bit uh, more of a, a chat about how we were feeling and what we're going through and, and reflecting and processing the chaos of the world all together and just being there and supporting one another through it. So in addition to the very exciting stuff that we have coming up for season two, we also have a couple more things in store, which we're very excited about. So the first is a bit more of an official Crystals, Clits and Climate community that we're running through the Patreon platform. And so there'll be various levels of engagement that we're offering to you. So this ranges from joining on to receive a little bit more content from us that includes more resources, offers some rituals, mantras, journal prompts, just to help support you and your journey a little bit more. We are also going to start offering new moon ceremonies, which I'm really excited about because it's something that I used to do in person, but of course we can't do that now. So excited to bring our more global Crystals, Clits and Climate community together for these, where we will both be exploring what's happening with the planets and also explore how that can help us understand currently what's happening in the world and also give us a little bit more space to explore and process what's happening to us on an individual level, but doing that in community. Really excited to kick those off as well. In addition to those, we will also be running some more in-depth workshops that will help you connect to your sexuality, to your impact, to your spiritual practice and beliefs, as well as start to weave these things all together. So that is what we have coming up for you across season two over the next few months. Just wanted to send a big thank you 
one, to the CCC team who makes all of this stuff happen, as well as to all of our community members, our listeners who stuck with us throughout season one. Thank you for tuning in and for tuning in again. Really excited to share a lot more with you this season coming up. And yeah, excited if this is your first episode that you're listening. Thanks for tuning in and and hopefully something in here might have resonated or sparked something in you. And we hope to see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Let's go, let's go,